It's great to be back on Search the Scriptures today. We want to welcome all of our listeners. We appreciate so much you tuning in to this radio program. We know that many of you listen on a daily basis or close to a daily basis. Others of you have the opportunity to listen frequently, though not every day. And there are others who only are able to listen from time to time. And then, of course, there are always new listeners who are listening for the very first time. We appreciate every single one of you. We really do. Not only do we appreciate you listening, but we care about you and we pray for you. We pray diligently. We really do. We care about whether you really are walking with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We care about whether you have that right relationship with God. We care about whether or not you are lost in sin or saved in Christ. And we hope to help you come to the latter state if you're in the former. We want to help you understand how to be right with God through your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We teach the Bible on this program. We get into the scriptures in depth and in detail. and We try to help you understand what it says in a way that is easy to comprehend and that makes sense for your personal life. We hope and we pray that you are benefiting immensely from this study together. Good to be here today with my brothers in Christ, Dwayne Kennedy, Dennis Stackhouse. Dwayne, good to have you back with us. Thank you, brother. It's good to be back on the program and knowing that we have an audience that regularly listens. And even if you are listening for the first time, I'd like to welcome you and encourage you to listen again and again. And Gary, you are so right. The Bible is a wonderful book. And here on Search the Scriptures, we try to teach the Bible. We try to encourage people to move from just a religious existence and religious knowledge to the very specific things that are taught in God's word that will allow us to live a good and happy life and receive salvation from God according to his word. We hope that you will continue to pay attention to the things that we are studying, applying them to your life. Dennis, it's good to be with you also. Thank you, Duane and Gary. I am certainly very blessed to be with you today on the program. As always, it's a time I really look forward to when we can gather together, open up God's word, and share some of those rich truths with all of those listening to the program. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad that you're here on Search the Scriptures with us. And you know, it's so important for every one of us to be certain that we're living a life in this physical body that will eventuate in a spiritual body that will live in heaven through all eternity, in the presence of God, in the presence of Christ. And hopefully through some of the lessons we bring to you on Search the Scriptures, you're coming to a greater understanding of the glories and of the blessings and of the immense peace that could be yours if your life is in Christ and headed toward that heavenly home. And if it isn't at this point in time, we hope and we pray that through something we say on this program, you may be encouraged to move in that direction, to obey God and to become one of his children. Amen. Along that line, we are deep into a study of some verses to live by. We're looking at different passages from the scriptures that kind of stand out as you read over them. And right. you say, wow, there's a great point right mm -hmm. there. 
a point to live by mm -hmm. if we want to live our lives faithfully before God. We've looked at a whole bunch of those through the Old Testament and the New. Some of those that are, are passages that people would quickly relate to. They've heard mm -hmm. them, they've read them themselves perhaps. And even if they have not read them themselves or heard them quoted, you read over them, we bring them up to say, well, yeah, that, that does make sense. Mm -hmm. That can be really helpful to me in my personal life on a daily basis. Right. Yes. And so we've looked at a whole bunch of those, as I said. We've talked about staying faithful to God. We've talked about being humble with him. We've talked about making up our mind and choosing who we're going to serve, mm -hmm. either God or something else. And all of those are coming right from the scriptures. We've talked about how we need to put God first and foremost in our lives, seek him and his kingdom above all else. Also, we have talked about the power and the importance and the blessing of prayer in our lives as Christians. And we've talked about the majesty of God. He is greater than anyone else and certainly greater than the devil who may confront us with all kinds of temptations in our lives. And we can do all things. We can face and be victorious over whatever the devil might throw at us through Christ who strengthens us if we're living our lives in him. We've talked about the power of the word too, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Yes, sure have. And certainly this study illustrates that on a very ready basis. Now, we need to study God's word regularly. We need to study God's word diligently. And we need to pay attention to it, think about it, and pray over what we're reading from the Bible yes. so that we can understand it better. And we also looked at the fact that in our last program, that life is only in Christ. Mm -hmm. He is the only Savior. Right. Now, but he is the Savior. Yes. God did not leave us without hope. He instituted, he put into motion his plan for our redemption, our salvation. And that plan centers around Jesus Christ. Now, we could have gone on and on in that program, our last program, but hopefully it was helpful, the extent to which we went. We looked at many passages of Scripture, and hopefully our listeners could relate to that and make the proper applications to their lives, understand the blessing of being in Christ. Let's go a little farther along that line in today's study. And let's begin with a passage of Scripture from Romans chapter 6. In fact, it's the very last, chap uh, last verse in that chapter. Verse 26. 23. I'm sorry, verse 23. <laughs> For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So eternal life is in Jesus Christ, okay? It's through that right relationship with him. It's the gift of God through Christ. Now let's couple that with Romans chapter eight and verse one, Dwayne. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. In both of these passages, they bring them out in, in a different way. 
But when you think about chapter 6, verse 23, you've got both sides of the ledger. The wages of sin is death. Right. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus or through Christ Jesus our Lord. In Romans 8 and verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation. Well, we know the condemnation, what that's from, a result of the sin that we read about just a few moments ago in Romans 6 and verse 23. That's right. There is no condemnation, there's the one side of the ledger, to those who are in Christ. And so the understanding is in Christ is where salvation is. You know, and again, Gary, that's such an important phrase. Uh, it's easy to overlook it as we're reading through the scriptures. And we spoke about this on the program yesterday. Uh, there are many, many times, especially in Paul's writings, where this very phrase or its equivalent is used. In both of the passages we just read, we saw it again, in Christ Jesus. And as you pointed out, that phrase or something equivalent to it mm -hmm. is found not just numerous times mm -hmm. in the New Testament, but now I know we can't say countless because we have the ability to go and count each one. Yes. But it's just such a tremendous number of times mm -hmm. that it's like being countless. Yes. You know, unless you went through all the mechanics of sitting down and counting each one. I mean, it's just over and over and over and over and over again. I think we ought to get the, the message that it is really important for us to be in Christ. Well, I certainly think God was emphasizing that very thing because of the numerous times we do find it in the New Testament. So there is no condemnation in Christ. Right. The understanding then would be salvation is in Christ. Yes. You put those two passages together, the last part of Romans 6.23 with the first part of Romans 8 and verse 1, and we come away with that great truth. Those verses certainly are verses to live by. Salvation is in Christ. No condemnation in Christ. Dennis, how about looking at Romans chapter 6 and verses 3 through 5 along this line? Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection." As many as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. We were buried with him through baptism into death. And in that same baptism, we were united with him in a resurrection mm -hmm. like unto his. Mm -hmm. Tremendous imagery, isn't it? Yes. It really is. You know, and I think it's also important, Gary, to understand, and we want our listeners to understand, this is the only way one gets into Christ, is through baptism. That's the, right. The, the only, only way, way we find in Scripture. That's right. Now, I know that a lot of people 
have been taught just pray the sinner's prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, I have challenged on radio programs for a great many years. Show me the sinner's prayer mm -hmm. in Scripture. It's not there. It's not there, just as you no. said, Dwayne. Mm -hmm. Show me an example of someone coming into Christ listed in Scripture by praying some prayer. It's not there either, is it, Dwayne? No. You know, and these passages that we've been looking at are all connected to the fact that Christ came to take away our sins that we cannot continue in. And even this passage that you just read, Dennis, answers the question, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Mm -hmm. No, Christ came to take away our sins. In mm -hmm. baptism, our sins are washed away. That's mm -hmm. the only thing that God gives us, the only thing from him in which our sins can be washed away. We cannot continue in them mm -hmm. if we are in Christ. We cannot be in Christ unless we are baptized for the remission of our sins. And you know, Paul emphasized that, I think, even further, Duane, and made it even more powerful, saying in verse 2 of chapter 6 that we have died to sin. Yes. That's why we don't live in it any longer. We're dead to it as Christian people. It no longer has dominion or sway over our lives. It does not have the control over us. That's right. right. If we are truly living in Christ. That's right. If we're truly living in Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, we can remember that passage that we've talked about many times in the program in the past, 1 Corinthians uh, 10 and verse 13, where the Apostle Paul assures us that God will not allow us to be tempted by any temptation that is too strong for us to bear. Mm-hmm but with the temptation will always make a way of escape. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of that passage of Scripture is the statement, God is faithful. That's right. Mm -hmm. We can be assured that what he's promised, he's going to carry through. God is faithful, and he will give us eternal life. We cannot continue to exist as many, even among the religious believe that they can continue in sin, dabble in sin, and have sin, and live in God, live in Christ, and the two just don't go together. They certainly don't. There's another passage of Scripture very similar to Romans chapter 6 and verse 3 that tell us about how we get into Christ, and that is found in Galatians 3 and verse 27. And uh, Dennis, in conjunction with what you just read in Romans 6 and verse 3, how about reading that one as well? For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Have put on Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at the verse of Scripture before that one, what does that also say? For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Now, let me ask you this question because I know a lot of people are confused over this. They have been taught and they firmly believe that all you have to do to come into Christ is to believe in him with all of your heart. And they'll cite Romans chapter, or rather John chapter 3 and verse 16. Mm -hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. And they'll, they'll also cite 
Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. With the heart, one believes unto, unto righteousness or unto salvation. The exact wording is escaping me here. Uh, middle block for just a second. Let me turn over there quick and, and uh, read it exactly. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm -hmm. For with the heart one believes in the righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, coming back to Galatians 3 and verse 26, you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Now, does that contradict the very next verse? As many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ? I don't believe that's a contradiction, Gary. I simply think it's a reiteration of Paul saying, you Galatians have already done this. Yes. You've demonstrated your faith through your obedience. Ah, right. So faith cannot just be intellectual agreement. Hmm. If we read the second chapter of James, we can't come away with that assumption, no. <laughs> In fact, he says faith without works is dead, doesn't he? He says that exactly, more than once. Now, I know that some people would jump on that and say, well, you can't work for your salvation. Romans chapter 5, Paul goes into a great deal of detail saying that you cannot earn your salvation by works. Right. Otherwise, it's not by God's grace. Mm -hmm. Well, Romans chapter 5 does not contradict James chapter 2. No. no, not at all. Not Paul at all. emphasizes in Romans chapter 5 that we're, what chapters 4 and 5, that we're saved by faith. Mm -hmm. I think James chapter 2 defines what faith really is. It does. Mm -hmm. Faith, real faith, saving faith is active. That's right. It's obedient. Exactly. Now, it's interesting that in Romans chapter 6 and verse 3 and Galatians 3 and verse 27, as you've read, Dennis, these are the only two verses in the entire New Testament that tell us how a person comes into Christ. Yes. That's right. And both of them says we're baptized into Christ. You cannot do away with that statement in Scripture. No. No, I'm afraid we don't. It's clear. It's there. You have to respect it. Mm -hmm. You can't try to explain it away by the previous verse and other verses such as those we've quoted in John 3:16 and Romans 10 verses 9 and 10 that you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus those do not negate these other two verses that tell us we're baptized into Christ mm -hmm. they do not they all go together yes and Gary and Dennis that's why as we've covered on this program in this very series that's why it's necessary to be involved in diligent study. Yes. We can't just have a general knowledge or take passages out of the Bible to use them as a rubber stamp for the things we already believe. That is, to authenticate what we already believe. We mm -hmm. need to study the Bible in all of its context. Yes. Now, that word context is very important. It we is. We need to understand what is written within the context in which it is written. Mm -hmm. And there are different frames of reference for context. The most immediate context is that group of scriptures in which we find a particular scripture. That's mm -hmm. right. What does it mean within that context? Mm -hmm. And then there is a broader context 
that says, well, what does that mean in the frame of reference or within the context of all the other passages that deal with that particular subject? Mm-hmm. Now, when you deal with the context of all the passages that teach on salvation through Jesus Christ, you come away understanding certainly we're saved through faith. Mm-hmm. We're saved only by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. But our part in that salvation, our response mm-hmm. is humble, submissive obedience. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it cannot be separated from our faith. Mm-hmm. It's not separate from our faith. It's part of our faith. And I'm glad you put it that way, Gary, that it's a response on our part. And along that line, we need to realize God has done his part. He has provided the plan by which we can be saved. He has provided the sacrifice in his son and our Lord Jesus Christ to pay for our sins. But we do have a response to make to that. And it requires obedience on our part. It really does. Without obedience... There is no salvation. No. Salvation is key. Now, that statement does not contradict that we're saved by faith. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Because real faith is obedient faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's so clear, and uh, many of our readers are probably familiar with Hebrews chapter 11. But time after time after time in that particular chapter... The writer brings out men and women from the Old Testament that we can read about. And it tells how their faith was actively obedient to God. And in so being, their faith was perfected. They demonstrated their faith. Exactly. It was not just an intellectual thought. That's right. Or a mental acknowledgement. It was a demonstration, action accompanied. Mm -hmm. It was a lifestyle. It certainly was, and it has to be that way for us today as well. Yes. Well, our time is just about up, and we might close by further emphasizing that we're told directly, specifically, clearly, unequivocally that baptism is the point at which our sins are washed away by the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. Jesus told the apostles to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, baptizing them, Romans, uh, Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, baptizing them, obviously, by the grammatical construction of the verse, is part of making disciples of them. Yes, it is. And we cannot be saved in Christ without being his disciple. No. He also, as it was recorded in Mark 16, 15, and 16, told them to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. Mm -hmm. The salvation comes not just after the belief, Mm -hmm. but after the belief and the obedience expressed in being baptized. Mm -hmm. And not until that point is the salvation brought in. Our time is up. We've got to stop. And we'd love to hear from our listeners about this, but we'd love to send you 
that free Bible study, and you can study all of this, literally all of this, on your own, right from the Bible. The study is absolutely free and we'll pay the postage. There is no more vital topic for you to understand in your life than how to come to salvation through Jesus Christ. Contact us right now.